Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Journey to the Soul, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with, Brent, uh, with Blaine Bartlett. Now, Blaine is the president and CEO of Avatar Resources. He founded the firm in 1987 and since then has led the company in developing a footprint that's truly global. His firm specializes in developing and delivering high-impact solutions for every type of organization anywhere in the world. He's established a network of impressive global specialists with one aim in mind, and that is to help businesses achieve their dreams one employee at a time. Blaine, it's fantastic to have you with us, sir. Oh, Bill, it is my absolute pleasure. I've been looking forward to this conversation. It's good to be with so, you. So, uh, so tell us, uh, with all of that global reach and uh, years you've had in business, who is your ideal client avatar? Yeah, I, I love that question because for me, it's actually morphed. Uh, it started out uh, with large enterprises. I've worked with some of the largest organizations, and we have, me and my company has some of the largest companies on the planet. Uh, and mostly that focus has been initially on how do you implement a strategic plan? You know, you know, strategic initiative, you know, big shifts, big uh, directional uh, you know, juxtaposition from what was, how do you get people on board? Kind of like rowing up against the Queen Mary and kicking it in the bow saying, turn, turn, turn. So uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an interesting proposition. Where we're at today is really focusing more on the small, you know, small to mid-sized companies. Um, uh, my ideal is an organization that you know, got right around 300 people, you know, between 100 and 300 people. And I say that selfishly because I can see movement at that point in time, you know, when that size of an organization. And there's an answer, you know, reason for that. You know, 80% of the uh, world's economy is uh, driven by these small to mid-sized companies. You know, the big enterprise, you know, are the ones that get all the press. But the ones that really make a difference are these small to mid-sized organizations. And having them, you know, actually percolating well, you know, running well is uh, what I'd like to be working towards and what I am actually uh, directing our company to work towards today. That's excellent because that's our listeners exactly spot on. So what's the, if you single things, uh, shrink things down into one central problem, Blaine, what is the primary problem you help these business owners solve? Um, well, I'm going to you know, reference Gallup on this. Gallup does an annual poll on employee engagement, and the needle has not moved in at least 25 years that I'm aware of that, you know, that poll being done. And what it shows consistently, and this is globally, is that 87%, 85 to 87%, it bounces a little, uh, of employees worldwide are disengaged from the work that they're doing. Now, they show up, they go through the motions, but that disengagement has an enormous cost to it. And this is one of the reasons, you know, small you know, startup organizations, five to you know, 20 people, that's not so much an issue, but you start getting into uh, you know, a larger than a two pizza you know, organization, <laughs> you, know, you know, to quote Jeff Bezos here, uh, you, you start, dis, you know, people start getting disconnected from the, from the uh, organization's mission, from its, its founding purpose, its soul. So um, that problem has a cost. And that's, that's what we solve. That's actually what we work towards, you know, 
making possible is high levels of emotional engagement in what the organization's trying to make happen. So Blaine, tell us, uh, our, our listeners, many of them are in fact business owners or the kinds of business you're talking about. So what sort of emotions, what sort of feelings, what sort of symptoms might they be experiencing that would signal them, I've got a problem, I gotta reach out to Blaine Bartlett. Ah, that is a really good question. Um, symptomatically, what tends to appear is people waiting to be told what to do. I mean, that's probably the, the most glaring example. Um, people are highly creative. They're innovative just in and of themselves. Just, I mean, the, the human spirit seeks to express and it seeks to grow, but that doesn't seem to be the case in many organizations. And it's that hierarchical structure, uh, reporting relationships. Don't move until I tell you you can move. Um, I'm the boss and, and, and it's, it's a mindset. I'm the boss. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to let you know what to do next. I'm supposed to give you direction. And in today's economy, that is you know, number one, a crazy idea because people you know, don't appreciate that. You know, you strip away their agency. And when you strip that away, emotional engagement goes out the door. But secondly, they have creative ideas about how to best move forward next. And the, 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 uh, I think this pandemic has been a great example of that. I mean, some of the firms that we've actually worked with in this uh, period, in this past year, uh, have actually found ways to set their people free. And I said set their people free in the sense of coming up with ideas about how do we stay alive? How do we keep our business going? And uh, trusting that their, their employees can actually come up with some good ideas that they could never have thought of on their own. That's what we're looking for. And, and, the, and the employees start to feel uh, invigorated. They start to feel, number one, appreciated. And then off of that appreciation, they feel valued, and then they start contributing more. So that's kind of what we look for. Okay, that sounds fantastic. And so you've actually sort of nudged up against question number four, and that is, what are the mistakes that, that our people make when they try to, to solve this problem of employee engagement by themselves. Yeah. Um, old mentor of mine a long time ago said, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. And I, I, I mentioned that just yeah, uh, as, a, as a way to think about this. Most owners think that they know best about how to run their business. Most uh, leaders, quote unquote, uh, if, if the organization is large enough and you're not the actual owner, but you are, you know, you've been hired in as a CEO or whatever, the, the mindset of I'm supposed to know what to do will get you in trouble more often than not. And so being willing to be vulnerable, and this is where authenticity actually comes into play. People disconnect when certainty is in, in place. They connect through vulnerability. So leaders that position themselves and present themselves as being certain, it's, it's kind of a paradox. Yeah, because people are looking for certainty to a, to a significant degree. But if you position yourself as a leader as absolutely certain, there's no way for people to bump up against that certainty and challenge it. So you, you need to be able to be authentic enough to be vulnerable to cop to. I'm not really sure. I think I've got an idea here. Bounce around with me in this and let's see. And, and you get some trusted folks you know, in the organization that you do that with. So that, that kind of certainty will trip, you know, trip you up more often than not. I like the way you frame that. Uh, yes. Yeah, I already know that. 
would would be in another part of that same mindset. Mm-hmm. So exactly. uh, I know you've got a list of things that people can do to to move the needle, but what's one single valuable free action that our listeners can take, maybe even today, to to inch the needle forward in in this whole topic of employee engagement? That is a great question. Um, I think the one that I would pay most attention to is ask questions. Don't tell, ask. And, and, and for a couple of reasons here. One, you know, questions obviously, yeah, you, you get information when you ask a question. That's the most obvious. But questions are also invitational. So when you're asking somebody a question, you're actually asking them to participate with you. And if you're looking to move the needle on employee engagement, particularly emotional engagement. One of the easiest ways I've ever found to do that is to be willing to ask questions. And that kind of backs us back into this whole question of vulnerability and authenticity. Um, If you're asking a question, by definition, you are interested. You're curious in the answer coming back. It's not a pro forma exercise. You're not doing it just to check the box. You're actually looking to invite people to participate. And then you have to honor that, uh, that, uh, that invitation. Yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. That's, I, like, I like that coaching. That is fantastically valuable. So sixth question. Uh, I know you've thought of something valuable and free to give away to our listeners. So what's the free a resource you've got teed up? Uh, and then where would they go on one of your websites to get their hands on it? Um, I, yeah, I, I knew that this was coming and I kind of wrestled back and forth here yeah, and I'm going to actually offer two of them here. Okay. okay. Uh, on my website, learn, or I'm sorry, uh, blainebartlett.com, blainebartlett.com. Uh, that, that landing page, the homepage has got a free book and it's, uh, uh, tapping into the soul of business and it's an ebook. It's, uh, oh, it's an easy read. I think it's about, you know, 35, 40 pages, something like that. So. Just go to the website, look for tapping into the soul of business. It's, it's, veil, it's very visible on that front page. The other one has to do with a mastermind, a leadership mastermind program that I run. And what I've decided to do with that is because leaders need to get a grip on what it means to actually lead in today's world. So uh, my mastermind program is a 52-week long program. Uh, but what I wanted to do was make two weeks of it, or two weeks, two months of it available just in written form. It's not the mastermind itself, but the book that is associated with that, you can get two chapters on it that you know actually speak to two months worth of practices. And you can find that on learn.blainbartlett.com forward slash LMM gift. Now that's Fantastic. a long URL, but um, yeah. Fantastic. Beautiful. Okay, so I thought I'd ask you seven questions. I only thought of six. So Blaine, what was the question you were hoping for me to ask you? Uh, so what's the question? What's the answer to that? Well, yeah, we titled this thing The Soul of Business. And um, the question I was anticipating is, what, is, you know, what, do you, what does the soul of business mean? <laughs> journey to the soul. Journey to the soul of what? But everything has a soul. And I really do mean that literally, not in a religious sense. But everything that has ever existed has this spark that that seeks to be expressed. And that was very true with businesses. Businesses were, you know, every business I've ever encountered were founded on an idea. And that idea looked for expression. So the question is, is, is actually a two-part question. How do I keep my organization connected to its founding soul? 
And then from a leadership perspective, what does leadership actually mean? Because they, they are actually connected. And for me, leadership and the way I define it is co-creating coordinated movement. And then the, the kicker on this is for the sake of what? And this is where the soul comes into play. For the sake of keeping us connected to who we are as we express that in our marketplace through either the service or product we offer. So that soul is where aliveness exists. That soul is where creativity and innovation comes into play. How do you tap into that? Tapping into the soul of business. Beautiful. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. You know what? I never would have thought of that question. So thanks for teeing it up for us. <laughs> so everybody, in closing, uh, let's focus on a single fact. And that is this. Businesses do not become extraordinary in a single instant. Instead, they get there as a result of you and I, the owners, learning and applying a proven combination of having the right mindset, of a dedication to a system of management, and as Blaine just told us, leveraging high-performance teams. So thanks for listening. Blaine, once again, thanks for being here with us. Oh, Bill, my absolute pleasure. I've enjoyed the conversation. Look forward to many more conversations with you in the future.